we're joined on the line now by Mohammed Nala, who's an analyst from NetBank Capitals. Good morning, Mohammed. Morning, Sakina. Now, Mohammed, we see some reprieve on Asian markets as China provides stimulus, uh, but will this last is the million-dollar question. Well, I guess that really is, it's not just a million-dollar question. I guess it's now become the billion or the trillion-dollar <laughs> question. I mean, at, at this world has become so addicted in markets, it's become so addicted to stimulus that it, it's almost uh, it's difficult to conceive markets rising in the absence of massive stimulus from either monetary or fiscal authorities. Now, the Chinese story is particularly important, obviously, to South Africa, as we've mentioned to our listeners time and time again, because if that Chinese economy slows, it does have pretty dire ramifications for South African exports. Uh, I must say I was quite surprised by the sharply negative performance in U.S. markets uh, in yesterday's session. Uh, But thankfully, that hasn't filtered through to the Asian session this morning. It looks as though markets are looking for some sort of reprieve. And I guess the Chinese or the stimulus from the People's Bank of China will certainly be taken in a positive light. Uh, The sustainability thereof, however, as you ask, I think that's really the important question. I think, you know, the markets are starting to get wary around a world where effectively gains have been premised on this artificially propped up. Uh, financial markets and systems. However, I think lots of talks also around shadow banking regulation. That will certainly be interesting to watch in China, specifically over the course of the coming months. Uh, I personally do remain quite cautious. Uh, and so I, I, I just think, you know, yes, China does have significant room to continue stimulating their economy, but I don't think stimulus in and of itself uh, is a recipe for lasting success. And then, Mohammed, the Ebola outbreak, and it's now causing a scare in the U.S., but what has changed? Why are they now suddenly so concerned about this? I'm glad you asked the question. I mean, we, we spoke about Ebola probably over a month ago now, you know, as obviously it, it, it taken its toll in Africa. And I mean, in Africa, we've had a death toll of, of over 4,000 right now. Uh, in the U.S., we've got this one death that's come through in Texas, and, and all of a sudden, it's causing a massive scare. Um, I guess, like everything else, you know, when something happens in the United States, even if it's just a single life, it seems to warrant significantly more news flow. And I saw, I saw an interesting cartoon, not to trivialize this, but yesterday I saw a cartoon of, of this American, a very fat, obese American, and on the side they had how many hundred thousand deaths uh, toll on the roads and how many people die from diabetes and lifestyle diseases, and then you can see this guy also concerned around Ebola. So I think right now maybe a bit of a flash in the pan. Uh, I think they do have the ability to contain the disease within their borders. Uh, not like I say, within Africa, it's, it's absolutely ravaged countries like Liberia, where their foreign reserves have been completely dwindled uh, by the impact of this disease as well. Uh, but for now, I think the, the the impact on the market, I personally expect to be fairly muted, and I just think people have been construing any negative news flow on this massive sell-off into into the U.S. and saying, you know, that's that's the reason. It's, it's the Fed. It's Ebola. Uh, right now, I, I still see a fairly limited impact specifically on developed markets. And just finally, uh, Mohammed, uh, Minister Nene calling for restraint in wage negotiations ahead of uh, next week's midterm budget. What are the expectations, though? I mean, it's important. Yesterday, you know, the front page, obviously, of the Business Day with Minister Nene calling for restraint. We are in that public sector wage negotiation phase. 
I guess he's echoing something that uh, the, the former governor, Joe Marcus, uh, at the Reserve Bank has been saying for quite some time. We're concerned around above inflation wage increases in this country because it, it sets a precedent for the possibility of a wage price spiral. Now, right now, I think Minister Nene, obviously looking at the longer-term sustainability, a very large portion of the South African workforce is employed by government. And so I think he's trying to, in some respects, talk his book here. He's trying to manage expectations. But let's not fool ourselves. Ourselves. We've got about a week to go before the, the midterm budget here in South Africa. Uh, and, and, and I think he's got this very delicate balancing act of needing to keep some of the social spending going in order to alleviate the difficult times for the poorer parts of society. But at the same time, the, the, the realities of running this fiscus, uh, of the ratings agencies knocking and off revenue continuing to, to look quite patchy, while expenditure has been fairly buoyant over the last uh, year, two years, uh, that's the delicate balancing act he's got to actually, uh, you know, pull off. Uh, right now, I think they have been pretty good on the fiscal restraint, uh, but I think there are going to be some pressures on the revenue side. And so I'll be watching for any hints around possibilities of tax increases. I don't think it comes through now, but I think they're going to hint towards this, and there is a very distinct possibility that that will come through in the main budget early next year. So listeners should be keeping an eye out for that, I guess, at next week's address. And that's where we're going to leave it for this morning. Thank you so much, Mohammed Nala, analyst from NetBank Capitals.